Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Breakout Girl Tribe podcast, where we are changing our mindsets and limiting beliefs, getting uncomfortable while embracing growth, healing and breaking out of our shell to unleash our potential on our journey. I am your host, Michelle, and today we have a special guest with us. Tracy Kuzanu is co-founder of the number one real estate team in the Atlanta metro area, Real Estate Expert Advisors. With over 20 years of experience in real estate, she comes highly recommended by Barbara Corcoran, Shark Tank, and Real Estate Mogul, Gary LaVox, of Rascal Flats, and many more, just to name a few. She is the host of American Dream TV. She is a business coach, creator, and founder of Women Elevation, an organization that helps female entrepreneurs grow their business. She is the owner of Southern Lace Boutique. She is the author of her new book, Million Dollar Trap, set to release August 20th. And she is the mother to three beautiful children. Thank you for talking with me today, Tracy, and welcome to the show. Oh, thank you. I'm like, is that me? Like, pitch myself. Is that really me? You're giving me chills as you're like reading my stuff. I'm like, that is me. Uh, (laughs) How does that feel when you hear people like mention all of your accomplishments I, I it's it's inspiring to me because that's that's where I'm trying to get that's that's the place I'm trying to get to so <laughs> it's it's an inspiration to me but how, how does that make you feel to, to hear people say I that? have chills I have like tears in my eyes I'm like wow I'm listening and I'm like I did that yes that's me and it's not, if I rewind to my past, I'm like, wow, I, I, it was a hard journey to get here up until a certain point. Now it just all comes together the way that it's supposed to. So when you, when your mindset changes and the way that you look at things, um, it's, it's just, it's just amazing to listen to that. Cause it's like, I guess Sometimes I tune it out when I'm being introduced and today I'm just really in tune with it. And I'm like, wow, that's, that's, that person, that's amazing. That's, but I did that, that's me. So thanks for reading that. No problem. I was honored to read it. Um, And that's one of the things that drew me to you. I can definitely, definitely respect and appreciate a woman that has been through the the trenches who 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 has made it through the trenches and has come out on the other side saying you know what I, I I went through a lot but I I didn't let what I went through be who I am today you know, I, I didn't let my past shape me. I didn't let my environment keep me in a place, in a space where I'm afraid to um, move forward, push, push the envelope, you know, get out there and want something. But I mean, because we have a choice, you know, we can either sit in our mess or we can make the choice to do something about it. And I, I, I love that. I, I absolutely love that. <laughs> I really admire that. Thank you. Um, 
so I, I, where do I start? Like I have taken notes on you and everything. Um, I, <laughs> I don't even know where to start, but I, I went on your social media page just to get a feel for who you was. And I'm like, wow, I could really see myself hanging out with her. Like she looks like she's so free and so happy and she's living life and you speak with so much wisdom and so much authority were you always that way or did you have to get to that place so I let's rewind back to childhood no I was the I was the student who if you said a book report was due and I had to stand up in front of the class I was absent that day I um I had a lot of friends, and I but I had friends all over the board. I, you know, I had I friends with the football players and the cheerleaders, but I was also friends with people that nobody wanted to sit with and talk to. So my array of friendships with people were were just so widespread, and I find myself in different parts and different seasons, hanging out with different people. Um, but no, I was I was shy. If I go back and read. Um, messages that when my parents were given on my report cards and you know progress reports that kind of stuff it they all would say Tracy's really shy you know she this this and this and so but I would I couldn't public speak I couldn't talk in front of a group of people I would shake even if it was like six people and I didn't know if I had to go around and introduce myself my gut was on the floor like I'm about to like break out in a serious cry I'm gonna shake and my voice is gonna be like I just had this huge fear of all of that stuff and so no I was not the same person and it took a lot of growth it took a lot of um pain it took a lot of learning and growing and looking at things differently in life as I um changed who I am. Um, I, 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 well, let me take that back. I didn't change who I am. I just finally came out of who I was supposed to be because I think society and maybe things in my life were causing me to be this shy person because as a child, I was always told not to tell my story. I was told to not necessarily in that way, but I was always told don't tell anybody about our family or don't tell anybody about right. this or what's happening in our house or your brother in trouble or, you know, this or that, like it's nobody else's business. You don't tell, I don't care if it's your grandmother or your aunt right. or whatever, you don't tell anybody anything. And so what do you say? You just are like, okay, I don't, I just don't say anything. How about that? And so it just kind of made me like, okay, well, I can't talk. So I can't share anything. I don't know what's right, what's wrong. So I'm just gonna shut up. And I think that I just lived that, that way for such a long time. And, um, you know, when I got into my, my teens, I kind of um, lashed out. I had a lot, a lot of things started coming out, um, you know, in, in life. And I, I left my parents' house at a very young age. I was mad. I, you know, I had a lot of emotions. I was the victim of everything at this point. Um, and so, you know, then I got out of that cycle. I got it. I um, got married and then I was in another vicious cycle. So I was, um, I was spoken to like I was pawn scum. I was verbally abused all the time. I was never good enough. I was fat. I was ugly. My self-esteem was in the gutter. Um, so that's who you think you are, right? 
So right. now I'm back yeah. to, I'm shy. I'm, I'm trying to, to, to be in business, but I'm, I'm pond scum and I'm, you know, not worthy of breathing air and apparently in my own house. And so you, be, you start to believe things right. all the time, right. right? And so, um, I'm thankful. I never thought that I would say this or you would ever hear anybody say that you're, that I was thankful for the great recession. Um, the great recession was my aha moment. It was, it forced me to definitely hit rock bottom. Mm-hmm. Um, being a single mom of three kids with, um, less than $200 in my pocket and having no, no goals. Um, I was the victim. Everything was right. happening to me. And um, it really sucked. I was holding up the bar. Um, I thought my friends were were friends. They weren't. Um, But, you know, I was stuck. I was really lost. I was in a dark place and I was really stuck. And um, I I wouldn't change it for the world because, of course, I wouldn't be talking to you today, Michelle, and everybody else on this podcast. And I wouldn't be able to share my story now. And I believe that I was brought through this journey. to now be able to go and help other people um, in so many different ways because not just one thing happened to me, not 10 things and probably not 20. And I can relate to a lot of people that I meet. And so I show up every day being me and I'm not fake and I'm who I am. Right. And, um, but I can share my story and I can share it with a lot of people because you learn that everybody has a story and, um, it, it, it's time that I learned that it was okay to tell, to tell people right. that happened and things that, that go on in life. And, um, if, if somebody wants to judge, that's okay. That's on them, not me. Um, I am proud of who I am and I'm right. proud of the obstacles. My past doesn't define my today. And that's right. I'm here just to, to support other females and help them understand that if they're not getting the support in their life where they're at now, it is available. There are people that, that support you. And so get your boots on, get your stilettos on, do whatever you need to do. And you just, you just face it and you stay in your own journeys and don't worry about what anybody else is saying. And that's, that's probably a big lesson learned is I'm not doing this for anybody but myself and my children. Right, right. And, and I'm going to serve other people. But I needed to get right with myself first. That is so true. Um, I just, I can relate to you on so many levels. Um, I had a rebellious um, stage in my teens as well. Um, not feeling like anybody cared. Not feeling like... I was heard, um, not really feeling like I had that support um, that I really needed to help give me that push to help me get through. And just like you, oh my gosh, I went through a very painful, um, toxic relationship. But, um, Wow, I was not expecting to get emotional on this um, episode, but hey, um, mm, wow! Girl, together, girl. <laughs> you are just uh, the the beauty the beauty of going through pain, and this might sound so bizarre to some people who have not experienced 
uh, pain on the level that we have or others who have gone through so many traumatic instances in their life is that the fact that when you come out on the other side, um, not only are you um, just a, a, a living testament to what, what can happen Yes, but you have no idea who you may be inspiring. You have no idea who you, you may be talking to that woman, that girl who might be in that situation where they may be contemplating suicide. Um, They may feel like there is no way out. And then they hear your story and you have no idea you're inspiring these people. You're giving them hope you you are breathing life into them that they never thought they had and it's so important for us to share our stories because even though Tracy you know we do do this for our children and you know for our families and because we we want better but sometimes you know it's it's bigger than us you know sometimes and, and, and we have to be clear on when we tell our story, there's a difference between venting and drama. Right. And telling your story. Right. So the, oh, let me tell my story. Let me, let me tell you what this person did or what this person did. And let me tell you about this and backlash everybody here and there. It, that's, you know, there's so much on social media. There's a difference between drama and wanting attention and venting versus reaching people and telling your story and coming from a place that I'm here on this podcast because I wanna help. And if I can help one person realize that they're worthy of getting up tomorrow and they're worthy of understanding that the universe is an open catalog and all you have to do is open it to the right page and don't let anybody force you down a journey that you're not passionate about and you stand for yourself and you get up and you have one chance to live your identity the way that you choose to live it not somebody else and there's a difference with that and positive and goal setting and living a life of fulfillment but then there's that negative nancy and the drama that just wants the attention that way that doesn't help anybody right or character and people see it I'm telling my story because I want people to know that I have been in their shoes. And let me tell you that I'm here to say I've gotten out of those shoes. And you can too. Yes. I'm not over here going to post about it. Oh, woe is me and be the victim because you have to find opportunity. You have to find solutions. And we, um, we have no control over other people's choices. We only have control over our own. Right. That's so true. And that, um, brings me into your book million dollar trap you so it's I would say part like um bio part like life lessons less lessons learned can you can you tell me a little bit more about your book yes absolutely so the the, this book is is starting the path for the next books coming so this book gives you a little bit of background, um, you know, so that people can read, people understand that, yes, um, have you ever been to a conference or you've met with someone, you're like, oh, they, you know what, they were just born with that. 
They were born an entrepreneur. They were born right. with this. They don't understand where I come from. They'll, I can't be like them because they don't know what I've been through. I can guarantee you that when you start to hear and you start to read and you start to see the stories, not all of them are in there yet, but there are plenty. And I can relate to a lot more than you would think that I can relate to. Um, and I always tell my children, um, you can't ever lie to me because I, I either thought about it, did it, or I've seen it. So right. it's, um, <laughs> I'm gonna figure it out. So I'm kind of like the FBI when it comes to that. So, right. you know, it, it's it's just being again i don't know why i you know a lot of it i woke up for a long for three years asking um god to place more on me and i didn't realize what i was putting out in the universe saying okay i'm already down give me what else you got right so I was asking for it um but i didn't know that he was that all of these that i was asking for and putting out there was just lining me up to be who i am today to be able to share but you know that it's huge i you know i I'm writing with the passion of of helping other people, but it was first, let me tell you a little bit about me and the things that I've gone through so that we can connect, so that you know that I wasn't a born entrepreneur, I was a born hustler. And I was, a, I was determined um, to live a life of fulfillment on uh, being able to create the past that I wanted to for myself and not right. let somebody create them for me. Right. What do you think readers will gain most from your book? I think that they will, um, you know, gain more maybe independence, um, support within themselves and reevaluate um, friends, relationships, opportunities, um, solutions, mindset. Um, but get them from being unstuck, you know, you know, I mean, we go all the way through business tactics and um, you know, running a business and then you get to a halt and you're just burning yourself out. So how do you stay out of burnout mode? I mean, it's just, we cover a lot within this, this book, um, to take it from the beginning part of, of, you know, this, this may be where you're at now, but then you might actually, you might be the person that's in chapter four, or you might be the person that's in chapter seven. How do you right. get to 10 and beyond? And that, you know, so it's, it's not that, it's open for so many different people in so many different places of their life because that's how my journey has been. Right. And I was just, um, as, as you were talking, I was just thinking that, you know, your mindset, it, it, it plays such a huge part. And I, I had to get to this place myself because if you don't change your mindset or work on changing your mindset it's like you're stuck in it's like you're stuck on a hamster wheel mentally well you will continue to repeat the same um, behavior patterns you will continue to think the same thought patterns when you get to a certain place, you will always stop short at that place. And then you'll start right, you'll go right back to square one because of- Elevator didn't make it to the next floor. Right, exactly. Yeah, it, kept, it kept going up and down, up and down to the same floor. 
we live a cycle and until you learn to understand your mind and how crazy your mind is and the emotions that your mind can contribute in your subconscious mind um what you've programmed it to do and able to remove all of that and surrender to um, a new life and a new mindset and surrounding yourself with the people that that are going to boost you to be the best that you can be that you can be and that's huge too so you know who, who are your average friends who are you talking to who's encouraging you who's not encouraging you um and and so that's a huge play in it too because you might wake up tomorrow and be like i'm dominating but then at two o'clock you run into your friend that's negative nancy or you know downy dawn and you know they're a shit storm so guess what you're gonna end your day being a shit storm and you're gonna try right. it tomorrow and you're gonna repeat it and you're gonna repeat it until you realize that you know what negative nancy and down dawn are probably not the best people that you should ever that you should speak to they're good people however they're not the people that need to be in your life right now right exactly exactly um wow tell me um i'm just gonna um shift gears just a little bit um when did you get into real estate um i started in property management um right out of high school and so in the late 80s and i got my real estate license for residential in 1999. okay okay when you came to your breaking point that things needed to change like what what was that pivotal moment where were you like you know i deserve more i deserve better or i want more for my kids or was it just like all of the above like what like what was that pivotal moment where you were like tracy what are you doing and you had to how did you know that was the question how did you so november 2011 i was asked that question um by my by my life partner and he looked at me and i remember exactly where i was and where we were at and where i was sitting and um here i was helping somebody i was i was working on a short sale for a client you know my heart was still always to help someone right um but i was so lost myself and um right. i still wanted to help other people i cared right. more about other people than i did myself and mm -hmm. so um I remember him asking, he's like, what are you doing? And I was like, I'm working on a short sale. And he's like, no, I know what you're, I know like what you're physically doing, but I'm asking you, what are you doing? And at first I didn't answer, I didn't understand the question until he said it again. He's like, what are you doing? Like people need you, buyers and sellers need you. The community needs you, your kids need you. Like, what are you doing? Like you've got so much more to give. Why, you know, you're stuck in this rut. And I mean, it, we've been, it's been three years like what are you doing and it just took that one question to say you know what what am i doing right and it was just that one question of what are you doing for me to sit back for a minute and to reevaluate because nobody had asked me nobody had told me hey you're better than this why are you going out seven days a week and leaving your kids at home or why are you not returning phone calls here or doing this and 
why are you know why are you dropping the ball in every part of your life and they just let me do it because the people that I were hanging the, the average of who I was they were dropping they the ball all in their life right yeah so I didn't understand yeah. the difference right I had gone right. from this bad marriage I'd gone from this crazy childhood um, and all of these things were happening. You know, my mother passed away of cancer in a very, you know, short time. We put her in hospice the, the night we found out that she was stage four cancer. She passed really quick. I went through a divorce, you know. Um, I, my brother stole everything of value out of my house. I mean, it was wow. just obstacle. I found out I was adopted. It was just, you know, all in a three year span, the recession just hit back to back. Yep, I'm, I'm, I'm hiding my car with my three little kids from the repo man. My house was taken in foreclosure I mean it was just you know I remember going through all this time also and I was supposed to be in jury duty and I'm, I've got three kids a single mom can't even pay a payment and I need to work and I'm being I got a warrant out for my arrest for because I can't make it to jury duty and it's like all this stuff it was just crazy right and um you know it was you have to, sometimes you have to step back for a moment out of your own shoes to walk in the right shoes Right, that's so true. Cause I, if you kind of, I, I had wanted to ask you, um, did you have mom guilt, or did you experience mom guilt having to, you know, being a single mother? It's hard. It is not. It's not easy at all. And um, I was just wondering if you ever, you know, experienced mom guilt where you were just, but I mean, but you knew you had to do it. So, yes, you know, my children would never have known during the time other than my oldest child that, that things were so tough, you know, but, you know, at the, at the time I was so sick myself mm-hmm. that I didn't realize, you know, my, my, my daughter at the time was getting up at one, two o'clock in the morning to go stock shelves of chips to pay for our phone bill or, you know, pay for, for utilities and stuff like that. And, mm-hmm. and so, you know, and then I watched her struggle with with the same alcoholism later, and you know she's she'll be sober three months or three oh, years this this wonderful. month. Wonderful. And so you know we we found out that when I met my dad that he that his whole side of the family runs from a family of addiction, and that that for me during that time I learned where a lot of my inside stuff comes from and how I'm wired. Right. Um, and it was the unknown. You know, I was running this well, who am I identity? Because when you find out, oh, you're adopted, well, who, who are my, you know, what's going on? And so, right. you know, I think that, you know, for her and seeing the re- the things that I had gone through in the relationship that I've gone through and with her dad, that it just, it set her up to, to start following the same pattern. And luckily I was, I was in a better place and saw what she was starting to go through that I was able to get her out of it very quickly. And to say that, yes, she's, she's sober and she's amazing and she's an entrepreneur. And, um, you know, I, I, the, the, my other two children are, are just as strong and will, will dominate in the places in life that they need to dominate. Right. And they have a very strong, beautiful example of a mother to to look up to to get that inspiration and that motivation from and that's excellent um I want to ask you a question why do you think people sabotage themselves because they don't believe in themselves um 
we, you know, you begin, like I said, I, I began to believe things that I, that weren't true about myself. Right. And, um, we don't commit fully to ourselves. We are, you, everybody has a persona of who people think you are. Like you said, what was the first beginning of this that you checked out my social media? Right. <laughs> to see who I was. And do you not think that everybody in life that's we all do that right 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 and so what what is perception and what is ego and who people really are and I think that people not being real or true to themselves you know and and I you know I'm pretty sometimes preaching to the choir here right it's um you you need to you need to be who you are because you're, you're gonna get you're gonna live a passionate life and a fulfilling life if you can truly be who you are. Um, I know for me that, you know, when, when it's time for me to, to live my life elsewhere, it's, I don't want people telling me goodbye and saying, oh, she was a great realtor. Right, right. You know, and, you know, I want to, I want to help other people. I want to touch other people. I want to meet new people. Um, you know, I, other people grow me. So I learned so much from meeting other people that I don't want to, you know, I don't want to sit behind a desk and clock in and clock out. I want to, I want to meet new people. I, I want to venture and, you know, if people are in, str- in struggling mode, how, do, how can I help them out of it? Right. Would this be what inspired your organization, Women Elevation? Absolutely. Well, kind of, um, I felt like, I was at a big conference and every time I would take a bathroom break, I would um, get right through the the women's line. And I kept noticing like all these men, the men's lines and any part of this huge conference, it was in San Diego and the conference center is huge. And any bathroom I went to, the line for the females, you can just go right in. But the men's line were like, they were so wrapped. And so, you know, the more I'd go to the bathroom during these few days was like, we're all the women why aren't the women here to grow businesses or learn how to do this or learn how to to do this and it was a huge like marketing conference um and so it's just like you would be there if you had a business so that you could learn to market in different areas or you know just learn other stuff where where's everybody else at and so it just showed me that we weren't that we weren't showing up and so i wanted to know why we weren't showing up and so I created a women's group so that I could figure out why there were less women where women need to be and not being like, you know, like, oh, women, you know, power, blah, blah, blah. I'm just right, being honest right. and real, like, why aren't we showing up? And so right. if I don't show up as a woman, how am I going to teach my kids to show up as, as a woman and have a voice? And so the more I started, you know, having events and having workshops and retreats and meeting with females, it really opened my eyes up to all the different, all the different things of why women weren't showing up where they needed right. to show up in their life. Um, so I, that's, I just want to keep opening this up so that more women will show up where they want to show up. Right. Does everything feel like a, like a whirlwind? kind of like to you like when you look back on your you know how you struggled and how you got through your struggle and how you put the the wheels of your mind in motion the right way 
and or because I um I also have a blog um and my latest blog post um I did was called um I believe the title was um the dark side of transformation because I feel like we don't really talk about the dark side of transformation like I feel like there's a dark side and a light side to transformation and even once you get to the light side of transformation it doesn't mean that everything is smooth sailing you still come across some hurdles and some bumps but you have to know, right you you know how to deal with them and right. you know how to you handle know, you it know the, the faster way out of it right um, but you know so i um i don't know anything other than clutter because i am blessed with um adhd and mm. so i don't know anything but clutter so if i'm um my whole everything if i only have one thing going on i'm bored or I feel empty. So I, unless there's a lot of chaos and work going on, I guess I just really don't know anything different. So right. um, I just, you know, it, it, it's learning really. I think the biggest, my biggest thing right now that I'm working the most on is, you know, and really doing, a, trying to do a better job at is stepping back before I react. Um, just because that's always been my personality. And so right. it's just kind of learning to step back for a minute before I react right I just um I looked at your page and I said wow she's a powerhouse (laughs) I said she's a powerhouse I I was um absolutely in awe um I'm not, I'm really, I mean, for me, I'm, I, I, you know, for me, I'm just the, the mom who likes to work, who likes to meet people and likes to get, in my opinion, get shit done. I, you know, it, it's not this glamorous life, anything like right. you would want to trade anything with me. It's just, I am human. I am, I get up every morning just like everybody else and I go to bed and I don't expect anything else. Right. Um, you know, it's just this is this is who I am yes I, I I like certain things and but I work hard for them and I find right. a way that you know it, um you know if my hair really is gray and if I want my blonde hair then I need to go do this to be able to pay for it and so it's right. you know but but I'm me and um you know I just don't feel that any of us should be that trophy wife or, you know, be this person that, um, you know, we see these movies and, oh, you've got to act this way in front of this group and right. you've got to be friends with these people, but you have to right. be fake and you should tell them that you're this or that. And I'm like, no, like, I just refuse to hang out with people that I've got to be fake. Right. Exactly. It's so important to be authentic and walk in your authenticity it's 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 such a it's such a it it lifts a weight off of your shoulders you are not um pressured to keep up a facade like you say or um a a persona that's not really yours because i mean when we think about it that that takes a lot of work to show up and pretend to be somebody else that you're not 
all the time. Um, it, and unfortunately, you know, there are people out there like that who feel like, you know, they might not feel confident enough or comfortable enough to be themselves or they've been going their whole lives trying to prove something to, you know, to, to others or, or show other people, you know, look at me, you know, when they haven't come to the realization yet that you have to find it within first before you can, yes, you know, you can help anybody. I mean, just like when you're on a plane, who do you put the oxygen on first? Right. Yourself. <laughs> right. You gotta help yourself before you can help anybody else. That's so true. What, um, advice would um do you have for women or who 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 may be feeling stuck or who may be in a situation where they feel like they can't be who they really are they can't express themselves what advice do you have for those women and and just those women who who have a dream or, you know, and they, like I said earlier, you know, they just feel stuck. I, I think it, you have to do self-alignment um, and really evaluate um, and figure out what's most important to you. What is your legacy? Um, is it, do you, could you help one person anywhere for the rest of your life? And if you can, what would it take to help that one person? Who do you have? Who do you have to to show up to be to help that one person? And anything that's hindering you from doing that, you re- you need to reevaluate, um, and you really need to to get real with yourself. Um, you know, there's there's a chapter that I talk about that I have to fire myself. I had to fire myself, wow. and you know, sometimes you have to you have to. If, if you're as old as old as I am and you watch the Flintstones, there was this little green Martian that used to sit on one of the care, I think it was Fred's shoulder all the time. And he would just talk a lot of uh, negative stuff in right. here. And it, you just have to flick that off and you just have to surrender and you have to, you really just have to get your mind right. And you've got to go with your heart. And if your gut's telling you stuff, it's it's time to to make the choices to be who you want to be and if you can't then you got to step back even further to figure out why what are all those things and the first step that i did at that point is i signed up for a conference with tony robbins unleash the power within and it um took me from stage fright and introvert of not speaking in public to two weeks later speaking on a huge stage Wow. So it's the power of the mind. It wasn't Tony. It was the way that Tony said it to me that I heard it while I was there. And so if you can hear me, I'm telling you that you need to, um, you can do it. You just have to clear your mind and start over. And you have to start um, training your brain that you want to live more of a negative life in one of no purpose versus one that you need to get up every day like it's Christmas morning and the, the way that you feel on Christmas morning you have to set that presence and give yourself that present and move forward 
Right. That's so true. And I think one of the things, too, is that even though we may be in a bad situation, sometimes we become conditioned to being in that situation so much so where we're afraid to get uncomfortable. Well, I think that, you know, when it like when I look back at all the 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 life lessons I call them now and, and the, the thing, the struggles and the, the stuff that I went to when I lived in the victim mode and I didn't look at opportunity and solutions and what am I learning from this and why am I going through this because I didn't understand it then and right. when I look at it now I'm like oh that makes so much sense or gosh this is what I learned from that and that's why it was so painful but you know I'll never do that again you know that's like when you touch a hot stove what do you say oh my gosh I just burnt myself I'll never do that again it's just learning those things of oh my gosh I never want to do that again so if you're feeling like I don't want to do this I don't want to do this again so what does it take to make a difference I know that I wouldn't touch that hot stove again and you do too so we have choices and um, it's being strong enough and grabbing a backbone and understanding the power that you actually have within yourself you're right you're right I like too that you um brought up um you know sometimes being in victimhood and um victim mentality because sometimes that that can that can stop us from um moving forward that can stop us from stepping into our purpose because like you said we have this woe is me um you know mindset um and I, I I don't like to um, talk about stigmas and stuff, but sometimes as a single parent, it is easy to get stuck in sometimes a victim mindset or a woe with me mindset because we are single parents and we are doing it by ourselves. And I think it, 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 you know, we have to, you know, in, especially when you've been in a a very toxic, abusive situation, um, or, you know, you're just not getting any help from the kid's father. Like, it's, it's just so easy to say, well, I have all of this going on. I have the kids. How can I do this? How can I follow my dream and still take care of the kids? How can I go back to school and I still have the kids and I still have to have this part-time job and I still have to, you know, and you just, <laughs> I, you know, how can, for for the single mothers who feel like they, they, I, you, you know, know why we feel this way? Do you know why you feel, you know, when, when you feel that way, it's because that's what you've read somewhere. That's what somebody else is feeling. Right. Seen it on a TV show because that's what's all over the TV is drama, drama, drama. So turn right. the TV off, first of all. I choose not to spend a lot of time watching TV. Um, and you have to understand that if you read, if you read about stuff, just like, you know, with COVID, you know, there, there, you, you there's so many ways you can take it. And so, right. you know, I was stuck for maybe the first two weeks just because I wanted to have the knowledge of it. And I wanted to hear what the president had to say about it. But once I realized that it was consuming me, I turned it off. Right. So right. if you, you know, what you just said is what I said back when I was a single mom and I'm the victim and I got to go, I didn't have child support and I didn't do this and that. But 
why was I letting somebody else's choice of not paying me child support make me who I was feeling right then? Like, why right, should I exactly. have control over what I was going to do for me and my kids? Right. So why are we going to follow this, this the trap that just keeps happening? Like, that's supposed to be the story of the single mom. Is right. supposed to be the victim of no child support or... I got to go work two jobs to make ends meet or whatever. Look, I was blinging t-shirts. I was selling HGC job drops. I was selling Herbalife. I was doing whatever I could during the Great Recession to get put Raymond noodles on my pl- on the plate for my children. Right, and right. It is, um, it, it's what we allow. And so it's because the society has taught us that that's what we need to portray our story to be right so it's time to create a new story that's right that's right I wanted I wanted to get your take on that and you're absolutely right absolutely um so your your book will be releasing I, I, I did mention it earlier but it should be releasing August 20th right yes I need to get busy. <laughs> Wonderful. That that is excellent. So you co-wrote a book with someone else. Was that was that the first time you had ever dealt yes. with writing a book? Yes. So I have a I have um I co-wrote a book with Brian Tracy years ago um, about customer service. And um I think I have I was just telling this today, I have like six or seven books that I've started or that my partner and I have started, but we don't ever truly finish them mm-hmm. the way that we should and get them published. And mm-hmm. in finishing this book in a short amount of time that I did just shows me my, my purpose. Right. right. Um, so when you finally accomplished this book, Million Dollar Trap, how, how did that make you feel when you were finally done putting the finishing touches on the book um when do we start the second one when do you how start the second <laughs> how can I give more how can I keep how can I keep sharing this journey how can I reach more people and that's really what it was it was like okay we got this one done and as soon as we really have it done when do we start the second one it's like I, I'm not ready to I'm not going to stop it's just it, it's just flowing out and it need, I just need to get it out right right Wow, um, you you have such an awesome, incredible um, story, Tracy. Very inspiring. Thanks, Michelle. You're sweet. <laughs> Is there anything else that you would like to mention? I also I, I wanted you to let um, listeners know um, how they can go about purchasing your book, um, how they can um, get in contact with you, um, if they're interested in purchasing a home, um, in any way that they can get in contact with you. I wanted to give you the opportunity to do that. Yes. So to pre-order the book, you can go to Million Dollar Trap. Dot com and um, you can if you're looking to buy or sell and um, in your inside Metro Atlanta you can find me at tracykutsnow.com if you're looking outside of Metro Atlanta I can always connect you to one of my amazing friends across the country that are in real estate and if you want to connect um, 
in my women's group it's women's elevation on facebook or you can always connect me with me on a personal level or a business level on facebook at tracy kusino connect that's wonderful and i wanted to ask you one more question for those um single mothers who may be looking for a home or want to purchase a home in the future what what advice would would you have for them so I will tell you that um, after the recession, I was scared to check my credit because I had gone through, I lost everything, like I said, and gone mm-hmm. through bankruptcy and um, had no money. And I was really, really, really scared to, to check my credit. So when mm-hmm. I finally did, um, what I did first was I committed to buying a house before I even knew my credit score. And then when I ran my credit, got my credit score ran, I was like, oh, there is no way this is going to happen. But then I went into that mindset that why would you tell yourself that? Right. Just go figure it out, right? That's what we're supposed to do. We're going to figure it out. So my credit score was like in the 400s. Mm-hmm. And um, I closed, um, let's see, um, two months later with mm-hmm. my score being over 600. Um and on my house. Wow. So things you you can, you can, you just put your mind to it. And that's why we say, if you focus and put your mind to it and you you start with your goal and then you work backwards mm-hmm. um, and you'll figure it out. Right, right. And I'm sure you'll probably touch on that in the book and whatnot. Yeah, so you got to get the book, you guys, yeah. if you want to know more. Yes, you got to read the first one so that you'll be ready for the second one. <laughs> right, right. I'm I'm going to get the book myself. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to get, get it. Let's, let's get through that and, um, you know, let's, let's get that hustle going and push you through that million-dollar trap and move to successful and just keep growing. Right, right. Well, Tracy, I, I thank you so much. I enjoyed our time together and I look forward to speaking with you again in the future and everyone listening to this podcast I look forward to meeting you online or one day meeting you in person when we're able to go back to um, having events same here definitely I I am all up for it I'm I'm all for it so you guys um, don't forget to check Tracy out check out her book check her out um if you're interested in looking for a house um would you like to give them your 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 instagram your social media handle on um it is um tracy.cousineau and that's cousin with an e-a-u at the end it's t-r-a-c-y dot cousineau c-o-u-s-i-n-e-a-u Okay, and you guys know where you can find me, Michelle underscore Incorporated. That's on Instagram. And you can also find me on Twitter, Michelle Fletcher at BreakoutGirl3. That's the number three. And also be sure to check out my blog, MichelleRebirth.wordpress.com. Thank you for joining me today on this episode of the Breakout Girl Tribe podcast. And Tracy, once again, thank you so much for being a guest on the show. You are just so inspiring to me. And um, I hope that your story continues to touch um, women all over the world and 
You're awesome. So keep rocking. Oh, you are too, girl. You go break out too. Come on. You got that. I, I definitely am because that's, that's what it's all about. So. Yep. Thanks okay. for having me. Yes. <laughs> Take care. Thank you. Bye, everyone. Bye.